sure hope that voicemail was not important. You're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike. What's happening, everybody? If you left that voicemail, give us a call tonight because we didn't understand shit. So please call us. It's Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. It's Friday night. It's Big Mike coming at you loud and proud. Ready for a great show. Of course, we got Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. Subway is making his comeback tonight. Mm. And uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. So we're going to go ahead and start the show. Take it away, Casey. I think uh, that message was saying that the uh, blue train heading to the loop in Chicago is on express. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there will be no stops. Uh, so you just have to wait for the next train. Um we do have Subway Damn Slam it. live live in the, in the studio. Subway, say hello to everyone. What is up? The Subway Slam is back. Here we go. Uh, the Usos sent me home from MSG, which is why I'm not on MSG right now on SmackDown. So I would love to super kick them uh, the next time I see them. Um, and that's Madison Square Garden, not uh, monosodium glutamate. <laughs> yes, exactly. Get that right. I always get those confused. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have a great show tonight, and uh, I, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Of course, Subway. Yay. Thank you for making a special appearance here in our studio live on a Friday night. I was thinking it in my head. That's for you, Seth Rollins. I challenge you for a World Heavyweight Championship match. All right, all right. Stifle yourself. <laughs> I will. You, you're getting... Getting a little ahead of yourself right now. He's but been it's, it's, for a long time. It is. Well, it's, um, he's on the roids, so he's really worked up right now. He, yeah. he, can't, control, he can't control he's his emotions. Coke. He's on the roid. Oh, um, no, it is. Coca-Cola. Had you been to D.C. lately? Washington, D.C.? Yes. No. Okay. So no, you, you like, weren't like on tour at the White House, and you're like, I better leave this here at the front desk. Hey, sir, hold that. I'm going to need that later. Definitely no, do not hey, share that with others. Yeah. Hey, no, listen. I, that's not, no, I'm not a secret service. This, this, is, this isn't a party pouch. This is for me only. So, so if you can on. hold it yeah. until I get back, yeah. don't yeah. let anybody know. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not a secret service. Don't let Hunter have it. You know, we, we all know what's going to happen there. He doesn't share. You know, so uh, <laughs> he's not a share bear. Yeah. Well, Subway found out he has an alibi, and it has something to do with getting high in a car. What? Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of like, uh, well, I don't know. I'm forgetting the guy's name. Uh, who is Beretta? Oh, that's, um, yeah, he, he, what? His alibi was, he. he's like, I couldn't have shot her because I was getting my gun. You know, it was kind yeah. of the same mm -hmm. thing. Mm. Beretta. Beretta. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, he went to jail for that, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Robert Blake. Robert Blake. There yeah. you go. Robert oh, Blake yeah. of Beretta, Beretta. What a stand-up guy. This stand-up guy literally had a similar trial as O.J. Simpson. Melissa, let's hear that video again. Or, I'm sorry, not the video, but let's hear that audio and see if we can really break it down step-by-step. Okay. Step. Quiet on the set. So, um, so she got a call the other day 
left the voicemail. Um, uh, probably not a good callback number on that one. I have no idea. The world may never know. Mm. It's a Tootsie Pop mystery. One, a two, Oops. a three. That wasn't the voice. No, that was feedback. That was feedback. feedback Stand by, everybody. Do, 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 do. Oh, yep. Wait for it. I mean, now I'm starting to hear things. But... I mean, what language is that? Oh, they said you can't pay. You can't pay. You can pay with cash, it sounded like. I think she left the number for Tommy Tutone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, whoever it is, he called the wrong number. It's a minute and a half of shimmer. It's a wrong number. Sure, 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 sure. Well, we. <laughs> if we could get the phone number. We we could dial it and see see where it goes. Yeah, that would be fun. Butt dial it. I mean, my butt. The phone number likely is there, but what do you do? You call and say, "I received a message." A garbled message. Could you help me? Do you think? Do you think it's sent on purpose to get you to call? It could be because it's a maybe. Thank you for like calling. Good... Maybe it was ChatGPT calling you. Maybe. Oh, AI. <laughs> yes. The AI. It's gotten smart. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> Not Ellen Iverson, ladies and gentlemen. Correct. Oh, Grimace is on Grimace's TV. birthday. Uh, okay. Oh, can, oh, we, can we cover this real quick? Yeah. Subway's got a lot to say about it. Uh, oh, yeah, because I told you about Well, I don't, I don't understand because we haven't seen Grimace in, like, decades. Yeah, he's been, he's like, ostracized from McDonald's land. <laughs> it, right? It, when was the last time you saw Grimace on a commercial? I yearn for the McDonald's commercials of my youth with Grimace, the Hamburglar, well, Early Bird, the well, Fry Guys. I liked Mayor McCheese till he paid for that whore with a check. And then he, he had to resign <laughs> in disgrace from McDonald's. I, land. I'll, I'll never forget that. And the the uh, uh-huh. did uh, and he's like, I do not pay for that whore with our private check, you know. And we're like, uh, yeah, it was cashed, you know. We we know that, you know. Huh? That was a bad day in McDonald's land. Ah, uh, Mayor McCheese, he's never rebounded. <laughs> Already, he, he ended up getting a talk show later. The Mayor McCheese show. Yes. I have so many Starring questions. Mayor McCheese. He's like, you're not the father, you know, and did stuff like that. 
yeah, they, these people have been making trends because uh, of the grimace shake of like they're staging like a, a crime, like a murder scene after they tried the grimace shake. So like uh, grimace is murdering them. Yeah. Like like Candyman. Yeah, yeah, like Candyman. Interesting. Candyman. <laughs> yeah. Candyman. That yeah. is not a milkshake. Yeah. Well, apparently it's berry flavored. Okay. See so that you answered my question. I'm gonna say this purple shit that they're giving you. What does it taste like? I think it's Grimace's cum. Oh, <laughs> oh God. He told me it was his urine. Hey, Ronald. Yeah, that or the urine. It's some. It's not. It's something. Not I'm like. definitely not trying it. <laughs> 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 Here, ask me uh, if they I want to try that shake. Hey, Case, you want to try the shake? shake? That's going to be a hard no, dog. <laughs> wow. They should have done great. So the Grimace meal, it's a six-piece oh. nugget, a wow. Big Mac. Oh, a, it is? Yeah, yeah. It's, and it comes with a Metformin and pill. <laughs> and, and fries and the Grimace shake. I mean, that's, I mean, that's your daily calorie allotment. Right there in one meal. I wonder how much it is. Oh, it's probably more know. than your daily. Hmm. Grimace. The well, grimace you can meal. make a 72-month installment. You oh. Know, on your for your how old is Grimace, by the way? That's a good question. Let's let's look this up. So what's next? A mayor McCheese meal? It could be. With the mayor McCheese shake. Mm. It's making a comeback. How Old is Grimace? Is Grimace Grimace? Well, the other thing when Mayor McCheese—it's his fifty-second um, birthday. When what? Mayor, look, when Mayor <laughs> McCheese had to resign, he actually took some <clears throat> documents of the special sauce and he found it in his house. Oh no! And, and that, listen, that's, that's a major crime in McDonald Land. And and when uh, you know. Uh, McDonald's headquarters, like their executives, like raided his house. They found like the documents of all things just hanging out in the bathroom in a box. You know, it was weird. That's not uh, that's not the place to put those type documents. I mean, no, that's the special sauce. Damn it, cross contamination. The special sauce sometimes may make you want to go to the bathroom, but it shouldn't be prepared in the bathroom. Shouldn't. Even though well, it's well, the special sauce will make you run to the bathroom. Though. Yeah, even though it's like Russian dressing, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Did I just give it away? Uh -oh. uh, hold on, we're gonna go to commercial. Fifty party time, and we're back. We're back. <laughs> Happy fifty-second birthday, Grimace! Yeah. Holy crap, she's naked under there. Under, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like that's, totally naked. Yeah, you know, going for the TNA factor there, sweet Melissa. Like butt cheeks and all. Okay, so about wrestling. So we you <laughs> go to Google how old is Grimace? And blah blah blah. It's fifty-two because Grimace. The Grimace birthday meal promotion, which celebrated the character Grimace's fifty-second birthday. Then right underneath. People also ask, what is Grimace supposed to be? Well, is that, <laughs> is that what he's... No one's ever known? Some website oh, had a really good It said purple blob. A purple blob? I, th I think it's one of those uh, Teletubbies that... Pat oh, Robertson my God. Okay, it says, hold on. <laughs> that Pat Robertson's been... <laughs> so I'm going to read this verbatim from Google. Google. 
okay, what is Grimace supposed to be? It says, but fans have never quite known exactly what he's supposed to be. That is until now. Mm-hmm. Back in 2021, Brian Bates, a manager of McDonald's in Canada, revealed the answer to the Golden Arch's biggest mystery, telling CBC News that Grimace is an enormous taste bud, but a taste bud nonetheless. Really? That's di- that's disturbing. I always thought he was a rectal well, brain. <laughs> I thought he was a polyp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he cut him out. He's not a Teletubby. No. Wait, not- why is his name Grimace then? No, he's not Ted. Uh, Grimace, you grimacing, oh, no, smiling. He's not, he's not power because you're a taste hater. No. Well, because McDonald's is tasty, uh, it'll make you grimace. Or also grimace if you get kicked in the balls, you're like, <laughs> it's like. No, I don't know if Grimace is a good reaction to your meal. <laughs> <laughs> you grimace because you're like, oh, I got the shits already. Yeah, because yeah, you farted. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like taste buds don't look like that. Yeah. Golly. Okay, next, is Grimace a boy or a girl? He's a boy, of course. Oh, my God. That meal is $11. <laughs> They're all $11 They're now. They're all $11 for, the, for those special meals. Oh, my God. There's some, like, stupid questions. Well, you there. only have two days to get it, guys. What, like, like, two days before it's gone? July 9th, it says. But then they probably extend it like that McRib thing. Oh, McRib. That, that's probably coming right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Even though it was his last hurrah. <laughs> Look at Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese, there he is. He's, he got he's outed, in the thread. Out, out, ousted in, hey, in disgrace. Yeah. Okay, Mick. Oh, we're going to look this shit up. This is, this is where the show takes a hard left turn. Wait, that was really a Mayor McCheese? Yeah. Uh, yes. I thought you were kidding. No. I would listen. Officer Big Mac. Yep. You got Birdie the early bird. Of course, Hamburglar because he's stealing shit. <laughs> the cult was started Birdie. wrong from the start by having a Hamburglar. Yeah. A, a hand a Hamburglar. And then Mac Mac tonight. I don't I don't count him as a McDonald Land character. Uh, Remember the moon that like oh, it looked yeah. like uh, uh, what's his name. Uh, Ray Charles. He's supposed to be like a Ray Charles character. He had glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Mac tonight. What's his yeah. name? Ray, Mac wait, wait, wait. You said a Ray Charles character with glasses. Yeah, like sunglasses. All right. Sunglasses. This guy looks crazy. This mayor that I never knew existed. Because everyone knows the moon can't see shit. Moon can't see shit. That's just fact. You don't have to be called Sagan to know that. $3,800 for a rare vintage 1971 yes. McDonald's giant Mayor McCheese head. There's everybody. There's an Uncle Ogrimacy. We're not sure he is. I don't remember that guy. Oh, this fuck face right here. Captain, Captain Crook. Crook. I remember him. Where is that? Let me see. Oh, or don't forget the Fry Guys, too. Fry Guys. Let me see. Oh, I remember him now. I could see his hat. Yeah, a little too much like Captain Crunch. A little too much. There, there was a uh, some copyright infringement. I think he had sailed into the Bermuda Triangle. We never seen him again. 
There's a real reason the mayor McCheeseyton. Hey, so did you see um, the subway chain made it back into the news feed again? Yeah. No. What What did uh, Subway do now? Okay. Oh, not me, but no. I I know not you. The chain. When he said the Subway chain, it's the sandwich chain like, like that your, makes like wonderful your, tuna fish sandwiches. Like your Fogel Subway. Yes. Uh, Subway. Oh, I did I, see this. You did. Our faces backlash don't over implode. distasteful. I saw sign. this. Yes. This was posted wow. all, in all places. Rankin, Georgia. Uh, wondering if the super fan die got to see this. That's die, did you see the sign? Yes, it said our subs don't implode. <laughs> Are you offended by that? I think it's uh, no, I'm more offended by the quality of their fucking sandwich. Anything else. It's, it's look, <laughs> it's just like everyone's like all pissed about Bud Light. I'm like, no, you should be upset because Bud Light's a shitty beer. Um, you know, then you know. Tuck or not tuck or whatever everyone's all getting upset about. I don't know. Um, hey, I, I'd say it's in poor taste. Um, I, I guess it is in poor taste, but you if know, I maybe, buy, maybe, I would maybe, maybe maybe if you paid your guys more than eight fifty an hour, they're not putting up goofy signs that really. Uh, hey, boss, I got an idea. Well, they're probably <laughs> like just putting it up because the boss is not there. You know. Did you know that subway implosion? was three weeks ago we just yeah i just it was like right after uh um was it the party that we we went mr big ed mr the mr big ed celebration yeah Yeah, like i can't believe it was three weeks already yeah time flies time doesn't stop hobby lobby and uh Use one of those PlayStation controllers to... Right. You know, that's how we're going to steal or steer. That's how we're going to steer a submersible that's, you know, almost two, over two miles below the surface of the ocean, you know. At least the name tells the story. Well, if you think the submersible was bad, what do you think about uh, the first flying car approved by the FAA? Yeah. In It's going to be bad. And it's electric. Yeah. What if, what if you didn't get a full charge? You're, you're fucked. Well, great. You'll you know There'll what? Be you'll more be, signs on subway. That's gravity. for sure on their marquee. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like Sir Isaac Newton all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does that work again? Right and it's called the Model A, huh? Yeah. Uh, and the company is Alef, uh, but they're they're under a special classification from the FAA called dumbasses. Not experimental. <laughs> Who's going to be the right brothers for the flying cars? Uh, like, who are going to be the ones? Flying? Hey, look, it, it could go for $300,000. Folks, oh. you know you could get an airplane for like twenty grand. So uh, if you're a moron buying this thing, then congratulations. I bet you can get a nice used Piper Comanche for less than that. Yeah. I mean, all right, but here's the great thing. For $150, you're going to put a deposit on a car you have no business put I could put a deposit on this car. Where where is said vehicle being manufactured? Did did the article mention um, that? Let's I, see. Uh, well, they're definitely a California-based company. Mm. Um, and you know, they have a, a and, and you know, there's never they, any, they might not even have a facility for full-scale. That might just production. be yeah. And they they went after poor Preston Tucker. 
they yeah. should go after. Oh, Preston Tucker was the man. He was the man. He was. Uh, do you ever hear of a little car called the Tucker? Tucker Forty Eight. No. It's a good movie. We yeah. we went and saw Jeff that. Bridges, right? Yep. Tucker Man in a Dream. No. Yeah. Was he a GM engineer before the war? No, I don't think he worked for General Motors, but he did. He was he was an engineer. He developed like a scout car, like yeah. an armored car that was used during the war. Yeah. Uh, my dad told me when he was a kid, there was a Tucker dealership in his town. No kidding. Yeah. They weren't in business very long. No. Well, then they didn't have a shot. No. The big three really put it to they, they lampooned him real quick. But I believe he had like uh, windshields that could pop out. And he yeah, had, so he the had, big he had, he had a lot of advanced safety padded features. dashes, padded dashes. Um, and in fact, did he have like an anti lock brake or something. With I don't, the I don't, I don't think he had anything like that. I don't think he had an anti lock brake. I think he had an innovation in the brake system though. Probably like a dual circuit master cylinder or something. like that. You know that. what? Maybe that's what it was. Because at that point, well, dual circuit master cylinders didn't become a thing until the 1968 model year where yeah. it became mandatory. So 20 years after Tucker. But have you ever heard one of those cars run? Mm-mm. Pretty wild, man. Really? Yeah. They sound, they sound, it, it's, they have an opposed six helicopter engine in them. It was, really? Yeah. It, it was manufactured as either a, a light combing. So, something along those lines. It was an opposed six that was developed for helicopters. I've never even seen one before in person. I've never seen one in person. Would they make only 51? 50, 50. I think 50 cars, maybe 51 cars, and yeah. I think 48 cars. Did you say it had a light combing in it? Uh, it was either no, it was not. It was light combing. It was no continental. That's what continental, it was. It was yeah. Continental. Dude, you know what? That, that that thing in red line probably around like 2,400 RPMs. But it's so, it would it's all torque, huh? So yeah, it was yeah yeah those 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 Cessnas they don't they don't put up a big RPM. There's a lot of torque, so kind of cool. I, I I watched the YouTube video where they they had one idling and driving away. A lot of torque. That's why you want to make sure you have your hand on the prop when you're doing that uh that spark check. You only get a uh, popped in the head. It's not good. You only get hurt like that. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. <laughs> I see somebody <laughs> getting knocked the fuck out too. It, it will knock. Yeah, because you get yeah. like a hundred fifty oh, yeah. psi, you know, in, in in cylinder compression. Yep. Someone's having a bad day. Yeah. So this flying car. So you can put a hundred fifty dollar deposit down on an imaginary flying car, mm-hmm. or you could put a fifteen hundred dollar and be on the priority list. Mind you, this car has a range of 200 miles on the ground, 110 in the air, so you couldn't even get to Tampa. You can make it to I-4, and you go like, oh, fuck, I got to land. Got to land. I'll land on the interchange. Yeah, this is good. I got to charge this bitch up. Oh, shit, I'm in Plant City. Mm -hmm. Uh Oh, there's no charging stations here. 20 years ago would have been perfect to land here. Now I can't. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see the the appeal to it. I don't either. I, I don't see that going anywhere. No. I'm. I just don't see it's going to be ever affordable for but mass production. Three hundred, three hundred thousand. 
how are you going to scale that to make that affordable for you can't it, it, you can't i didn't pay three hundred thousand dollars for a studio c right like even the ultra rich aren't going to buy it because if it don't go over water then what good is it yeah Hmm. Well, I don't know. It's an experimental. That's what concerns me. Yeah. They, they, they have the wrong set of rules and it's very Ooh. loose. Yeah. Experimental means uh, we're still trying to figure it out. It means like the implodable subway. Well, yeah. That, yeah. That was experimental. Right? The, I mean, there's no maintenance program. They, there's just different rules. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was fascinating in a sense, but I think it's a bad idea. It's like I mean, the, I guess we're getting closer to being like the Jetsons. We are. However, if you and I know we've all watched these before, uh what the future was what nineteen eighty five was supposed to be like and when somebody in the fifty like, you know, nineteen fifties yeah, that thought thing of flying cars. We'd have, we we in the eighties we'd have been in flying cars. Well, yeah, well, nope. this guy though wants to get it done before I guess two thousand twenty five was something on Back to the Future. Dun, 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 dun. I don't remember the dates. It's you know what? There's, it's just the battery it's, technology it's, is what's the big holdup and holding back. Sure, and and all electric vehicle. And you know what? If everybody owned an electric car, there'd be a huge fucking hole in the earth because it takes a lot of resources to make a battery. Very true. Ton. Tons, actually. Tonnage. Mm. His boy Elroy. What? Jane the slut. You know, what was the Jetsons car powered by? Like, was it nuclear? Fart. I don't know. I don't know if they ever mentioned where it was powered by. Because, again, that's 1960s, and I think they figured by now everything would be nuclear-powered. Probably imagination. It was powered, powered by <laughs> imagination. Imagination. No, they, they? they have not, Subway. That, that would, that would be bitching. Yeah. Okay. So who who would be Rosie? Well, you, you just have a voice. It's obviously a robot. Right, right. But who would be the voice? Um... Hmm. Actually, I'll tell you who would be a, a good voice is the um, uh, from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yeah. the, ma- the manager. Yes. And she does all the voices on Family Guy. Yeah. She, she does Lois. There oh, yeah. there you go. There should be. Hey, who, Hollywood. Who's, who's George Jetson? Ooh, good question. Subway Slam. Ah, uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Yeah. That Tom Hanks. Tom, He'd be too Tom old. Hanks. Tom Hanks. No. Yeah. People, they have faces and things and just wearing robot. No, no, no. The Jetsons, there's only one robot. It was Rosie, the maid. Everybody else was like a person. Did you not watch this? Who would be Astro? That's really the question. Mm. (laughs) Good question. Oh, Astro is an important character. Uh, Wilford. Wilford. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be shitting in Elroy's boots all the time. What's that? Let's make this movie. Hey, Hollywood, if you're listening. He's like a Savangali with that ball. You know who would be perfect for the role of uh, Elroy? 
if we like who's that kid that uh who's that kid from kindergarten cop uh don that that blonde kid that yeah he's, but he's like 40 he's, now yeah, okay yeah. We go hey you know what would be perfect for that, that what's that guy's name like you had it nailed yeah that would be a tough one so rodney allen rippy would have been great but now he's about 60 now get yeah. his kid yeah <laughs> The guy that played Spanky, but he's dead. He's he's, yeah. he's, he's taking the big dirt nap. <laughs> the kid that played Oliver on the Brady Bunch. He was going <laughs> to oh, save that, the show. That piece of crap. Fuck it. Butch Patrick. That's when you, yeah. <laughs> That's when you know your show's in trouble when they pull shit out like, this color Cousin Oliver. He's yeah, been yeah, in yeah. an orphanage. Uh, yeah, that, that's jumping. The, that's that's that jumping the shark. That is jumping the shark. <laughs> now, oh, yeah, that was, of, yeah. One of my one of the YouTube guys I follow, he has like a new segment to his channel. Yeah, and he has Fonzie jumping the shark at the beginning of oh, this yeah. segment. I'm like, okay. yes. They were gonna do a live action. I thought so, and I had to Google it. Well, well, fell us in. They canceled it. In the late 1980s, but then I think there was they another canceled one. it. It canceled it. Cancel culture. Well, that's messed up. But that's I, I saw this in my feed. I want to oh, share this it. real quick, Casey. It's okay. nicknames for coworkers. There's there's oh. ten of them. Okay. Kit Kat always taking a break. Yeah. Butter knife not the sharpest tool in the box. Okay. Arthur does half a job. This one I like the most, motion light. Only works when someone walks past. And then there's E.T. always wants to go home. Another favorite, seaweed. Floats around all day and stinks like shit. We have a guy, our safety guy. He's seaweed. <laughs> Lantern. Not very bright. Has to be carried. Ah, deck chair. Always folds under pressure. G-spot. You can never find them. Daisy. Some days he's in, some days he's not. Hmm. Uh, and the ever-popular foreskin disappears when things get hard. Bum, bum, and, then, bum. and then there's coleslaw. They're 90% cabbage. I found that amusing. I shared it with one of, uh, a co-worker. Because we have a guy, it was definitely seaweed. He just kind of hangs around. He's a safety guy. That's the gig. Oh, yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah. Okay, I have to rewind just a moment. Okay, we're rewinding. So they had the characters already set okay. for the Jetsons. Okay. And there's a website that says, obviously this, this was written pre-now, um, but pre -now. the mm -hmm. Jetsons live action will be released in 2021. Well, well, who who's casting it, or who was originally cast? Hold on, get into? I'm gonna get there. Hold on. Also, because it was in the future, George Jetson was born in 2022. They totally missed it. A year after the movie came out. That's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. No, but it didn't. No, no. The movie was supposed to be released in 2021. Uh, but it was based on the fact that George Jetson would have been born in 2022, which is unrelated to the release of the movie. Correct. Because the movie yes. would be further the, in future. the future. Right. Correct. And I am going back because I lost 
the whole time. Mm-hmm. So who? Give us the the cast. Hang on, I lost. Oh. No boy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Still waiting music. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. We're, yeah, we're cute. Cute trip, Fink. <laughs> <laughs> Did we find it? Well. Yep. All right. Time to Hulk out of this fucking place. Yep. <laughs> there he goes. There's Bill Bixby. That's right. Hitchhiking. I ripped my pants again. I ripped get my out pants. Of this. I and it wasn't from a fart. <laughs> I got yes, no I got mad. You won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> you took it right out of my Not mouth, Big Ed. You wouldn't like me I when I'm it. mad. Oh, all right, all right, I go ahead, Subway. On IMDb, it's there. Yeah. I don't even know why you mess around. I told you that's the website. Why? Okay. Let, let, let's run through this. We there's enough suspense here. I have a process. Stop yelling. Was supposed to be played by Seth MacFarlane. Okay, I can see okay. that. Yeah, he's got a, you know, he, okay. Yeah. Jane Jetson. Yes. This is a good one. The wife. The wife. Played by Margot Robbie. Oh, wow. She gets all the roles. That's Barbie, Barbie right? Yep, Barbie. She's yeah, Barbie. Barbie. All right. Uh, Judy Jetson. It was the girl from One Tree Hill, wasn't it? Uh, One Tree Hill? What do you mean? Oh. Just say the name, please. Yep. Uh, Selena Gomez. Well, that's not her. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Margot yeah, Robbie, the blonde, and Selena Gomez, the olive skin and black hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Latin kid that came from the two white people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, perfect. Yeah, nothing makes weird sense. There. Yeah, okay. you know, go ahead. It's the future, you know. Sure, you can. Uh, you can skip select. the generation. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, George they, Lopez is like, the father. They don't know. It's, it's they, they, it was for the sequel. Hey, George Lopez is a mechanic in the building. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Here's the janitor. Yeah. That's right. I went there. Jetson. Yeah. Played by was supposed to be played by Jacob Tremblay. He's the guy. He's the kid from Wonder. You know that? Uh, mm, no. No. Or what about the Good Boys movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I got you. Okay. He's okay. the one. Yep. He's all right. He yeah. would have been good. Yeah. He he's the pervert in the. Yep. <laughs> um, Mr. Spacely. <laughs> J.K. Simmons. Oh yeah. Oh, he would have been great. Spacely. Yeah. But what about Mr. Slate? No, that's Flintstone. I know who it is. All right, come on now. And then Rosie the robot voiced. was supposed to be voiced by Kathy Bates. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. She's okay. gonna ask her. Quick ad. The website I had found before. I found it now. And I think they did a better job of making up cast members than they actually did casting. So it's Entertainment Tonight or Entertainment, yeah, a weekly. Weekly. And they were guessing at who was going to be in this this movie. So so bullshit, you're saying? Yeah, bullshit. I think it's better. I don't even know the. So the bullshit's better than the reality. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's hear the bullshit. Um, so Ty Burrell, I don't know who any of these people oh, are. Ty Burrell from Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. Jetson. Look at the pictures. I know nobody else sure. can, but I mean, sure, yeah. but I don't see it. I don't know who this is. This is Christina Hendricks as Jane Jetson. Yeah, she's uh, she's been doing all the Jurassic Park movies, right? She Isn't that looks her? 
or no, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. All right, that's she true. looks like my girlfriend. Oh no, those are the two. I get them confused though. Oh, she does the like the shampoo commercials. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those shampoo commercials. It says Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, she was on it. Mad Men. Mad she Men. played uh, uh, Draper's wife. Yeah, yes. she was the wife. Oh no, 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 no! I'm sorry, no. Christina Hendricks was worked no, in the. She was in Mad Men, though. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was. She didn't play the wife. She was. She was in the agency. The agency, and yeah, she, yeah. she, yeah. Okay, another one I don't know. You guys might, but it looks just like the girl Judy Jetson would be Dove Cameron. Oh, from Disney Channel and The Descendants. Freaking, Those sound very freaking different. Disney Channel. Those yeah. craps on Disney Channel. Yeah. Bunch and of turds. Yeah. Walt Disney's cryogenically frozen head. Yes. Nicholas and Cameron Crovetti, who are twins, as Elroy Jetson. I, I hate what? them already. Why From <laughs> Big Little Lies. Whatever oh. that is. Oh, it's that uh, crappy show with, uh, that was that. That was an HBO show. That was an HBO show with, with all the uh, women. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Okay. No, not Pretty Little Liars. Big Little Lies. No, always... Big Little Big Little Lies. That's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yes. Fran Drescher as God. Rosie the Robot. Okay, that's all it. right. Fran, I, I could go with Fran. Good. Well, that it's, was one of my dad's TV girlfriends. Yeah. It's a voice second. Yeah. That was one of my dad's <laughs> TV girlfriends. <laughs> the female Peter Griffin <laughs> laugh. Hey, hey, George. <laughs> Groceries are down Hey, Mister J. Hey, Mister J. Hey, Mister J. <laughs> that's pretty good. Danny DeVito as Cosmo S. Spacely. Who knew oh, name? that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. He, he I know. just dye his hair black and he's perfect. Yeah. He's all white yeah. now. And that's it. I think that was pretty good. He would I could see him yelling, Jetson! Jetson! I don't know. Well, he, he played the boss, the tough boss on Taxi. Yeah, he sure did. Right he was good. He played a great asshole on, on Taxi. Yeah. So he can, Listen, he he's do, a great ass on It's Always Sunny, which is yeah. a new yeah. season's out. That but, show, they have not lost a step in it. He's right. very friendly in the Jersey Mike's commercials. Yes. Well, very friendly. He's very creepy towards that sandwich. He does. <laughs> it's like he's he's <laughs> eye-fucking the sandwich. He's going to be the first person that's going to have a cease and desist against him by a sandwich. That's pretty sad. <laughs> and he's the spokesman, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's weird. He's got billboards. You could talk about it, but you can't come in. But he's not fucking kids, so it's okay then. He's fucking sandwiches. Yeah, that's all right. You know, that's they're they're inanimate objects, so you know he's just he's American pieing it. Dude, he's no kid. You know, he was on uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, documentary, and you know, obviously because of uh, Step Brothers or whatever. uh, No, 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 twins. Yeah, twins. Excuse me, which was a cool movie. Yeah, um, yeah, he had. He's no kid, so for him to do space lead, he'd have to do a little, you know, little Hollywood action on his face. Well, you, you got he was in one floor over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, that was like from was? like seventy one or maybe yeah, it's 70. early seventies. Cuckoo's nest. Yeah, I think that was seventy five. Was oh, it I, that late in the seventies? Yeah, because that was Nicholson. Didn't Nicholson get like an Oscar for that? He did win an Oscar for that. Yeah, movie. but. I, Go look that up, Subway. I thought it was before 75. If it is, it can't be any later. And and, uh, Christopher Lloyd was in it. His his taxi mate. Yeah, 1975. All right, there you go. All right, 75. I swore that was earlier, but... Yeah. Slam! 
da, da, da. But the boys, you boys have that book at home. It's a great book. Even though the boy, uh, one wait, wait, wait. One flew over. One flew over. I'm like, wait a minute. The only one here that's a book. Yeah. There you go. I, I, I'm a little bit of a bookworm. That's a little fun fact. Subway's a bookworm. That's a good book. Yeah. Subway has his, you know, a, a different side to him. He's not just a big buff professional wrestler. Yeah. Folks, if, if you spray your house now, it'll keep the bookworms out. Yeah. So I spray my house. Reminds me. Oh okay. my God. Spray yeah. again. Like speaking, we need to do that. Yeah. Speaking of bookworms. Yes. I mentioned reading Rainbow at oh. work this week, and somebody didn't know what the hell reading Rainbow was oh, with LeVar. Don't trust that. Dude, person. reading Rainbow was, that was pretty solid, man. Another bomb. PBS Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. What they should have done more though in reading Rainbow was how you can draw pictures and books with pictures. That 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 would be Big Ed segment of reading Rainbow. Oh yeah, Big Ed, <laughs> I keep forgetting. I have something to send you, so it'll it'll be. I'll eventually get to it, and I'll let you uh, commence with your artwork. No. Oh, so we're gonna commission something? Are yes. we commissioning? We'll, we'll commission. But, oh, excellent. So, um, I got turned on this week to a baseball game. Kind of all right. So I started playing Wordle again. Oh yeah. And this is like a daily game, kind of like a Wordle. It's a once a day. It's a puzzle. Uh, it's like a Sudoku of uh, baseball, and uh, it's from ImmaculateGrid.com. And they will give you uh, Big Ed. Are you familiar with this? Have you been turned on? Uh, to this by chance or no? No, I I stay away from the media, all that stuff. Really well, it's not it's, media; it's just a game. It's, you know, I mean, well, I wouldn't have found out unless it was like on Instagram or something. Okay. Didn't right. this wait? So I did. All right, hold on. Um, stand by, Big Ed. You're about to be uh, learned. Probably had oh, his credit. So Immaculate Grid, uh, there's nine squares, and there's a crossover. So, for example, on one row, they have the Tigers, the Cardinals, and New York Yankees. And then in the top row, going down, they have Colorado Rockies, Atlanta Braves, and then 40-plus home run season. Wait, is this called cheating on air? No. No. I'm just kidding. Kidding. Uh, So... They give you nine guesses, and getting the Immaculate Grid would be getting all nine right. So, you know, the idea is to guess who was a Detroit Tiger, but also Colorado Rocky, and, you know, as the grid goes across mm, and stuff yep, like that. Yep, yep. So, been playing this week. Though the the sidebar uh, of the competition is trying to find someone that's a low percentage. My low one was uh, Daryl Evans, though. Um, mine, mine was Daryl Evans. Actually, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to check again. But well, I did put Daryl Evans as Tigers sporting home runs. Oh no, it was um, Rockies Cardinals. I picked uh, Sen Juan O, who's a relief pitcher um, from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 0.4%. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm one of those guys that would just go for, like, the rare guys. Well, I did uh, a couple days ago. I had one, two, three, four, four guys less than a 1%. I see it. I, I get it. I got to uh, really look at it. 
Hey, you know what? You get a kick out of this because you know what? You can use older players, and you know you 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 know know the game from a different generation. So uh, you know, yeah, you have that knowledge. You can use that, but it's like a puzzle game. And you just kind of have fun. I, I actually, so old get, Agliano, I think would get a kick out of this. So do you get more points for the lower percentage guys? Is yeah, that yeah, the idea? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the more obscure the player is. The more points. Yeah. Mm. So they give you like a rarity score. So like on this day, I kind of scored high, but all right. So Mets cups. Yeah. Sean Dunstan. And I think he was a Brooklyn guy. He was 0.8%. Cubs Mariners. Steve, AKA the rainbow trout. Ooh. Point three, and uh, I think he had a seventy RA with the Mariners. One. <laughs> he was horrible. That curveball just came looping in like it was a softball pitch. Guys were just so. Let me ask it. this top corner: I have uh, Colorado Rockies in in Detroit. Oh, that was a tough one. I think Subway had that one though Which today. One? The uh, and Detroit, you have to find a player that's in common with both those teams. Yes. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> it. It's a little tricky, but like knowing like some journeyman will help you out. Uh, you know, like Edwin Jackson played on fourteen teams, so yeah. that that helps you out. Now, once mm-hmm. you use a guy, you can't use Bartol him for Cologne. the rest of the yeah. the uh, grid. Oh yeah, Bartol Cologne's a get out jail free card. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right, Mets three hundred batter. I said Ed. <laughs> all right, he said Ed Crampel. I put Wally Backman point two percent. I was point three. And then, um, well, Mar- you know what? If you went with any any Met team from say eighty six to ninety, maybe you might come up with a handful of three hundred hitters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I thought like you know Ed Crample played his entire career with the Mets. I was yep. like, at one point he probably had to get three hundred. No. Year. He did. I don't one think year. he ever played a full Ross. I don't think he played a full season. You know, I don't think he ever played more than a hundred games. No, because he was splitting time. I think he was a bench bat. Yeah, he was utility. You know what I mean? He he played first base or he'd pinch hit. Some guys are surprised they're so low. He wasn't a pinch they, runner. Guy was huge and, like, awkward. You know what I mean? See, I, I think this is a game, though, mostly kids are playing. I don't say kids. Just yeah. pe- people younger than me. Uh, I'm going to say at least half my age because – like the Orioles 300 hitter, I put Ed Murray, and he was only like 8%. And There's I was like, Ed Murray was. Because a lot of people were saying Cal Ripken. Yeah. He did have nice I facial put, hair. Well, I put <laughs> Marcakis, which is lower. He'd sometimes 4%. connect that mustache to the that's side. Pretty, that's pimp, dude. That's pretty awesome. Well, he kind of was he like. Is, a, he is, I heard stories out of Ed Murray. He, he had multiple girlfriends. Yeah, is the pimp. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, he had amazing facial hair. Yep. Being a facial hair guy, I can appreciate his style. Yes. Oh, here's the, here's another low one that I did not expect. Mariners 300 hitter. I said Robinson Cano. Yeah. Two percent. You know, and I think because he was so short there short, too, and he was suspended one year. But like uh, Ichiro was like the top pick that day, and I think it was like he was like fifty something percent. Yeah, and then probably Griffey. other guys were picking either Griffey or Ed. Ken Griffey, yeah, let's just say that. I mean, how, how do you not pick that guy? I was like, well, it's because I picked Alvin Davis, who was a 1987 oh. American League Rookie of the Year. Fuck. See, uh, Subway doesn't understand though. When I was younger than him, I would take and get complete set baseball cards, and 
uh, memorize Still. all the stats that, in the that's back. That's how I got uh, San Juan O um, baseball card. Yeah, I used to be really good at uh, just baseball trivia. I'm like still good at like 1980s, early 90s baseball trivia for that reason. It's just all uh, in my brain. However, when I learned like the brain, it's like a pitcher of water. And um, when it gets to the top, just <laughs> everything flows out. So what's in it is just uh, random information about uh, baseball from the 80s and uh, everything else has flowed out of it. So. Uh, I, I, like I can't that. gap a spark plug. I, you know, can't, you know, uh, convert a metric to something else. I don't know. What, That's good. Uh, it's useless. Yeah. Uh, a shredded, you know, how many head. cups of shredded cheese, you know, makes I a pound. And... He's making fun of me right now. No, yeah. no. I was shopping. I, I didn't know the conversion. That's yeah. why I put it there for you. Yeah. I'll say this. <laughs> Some of these players... <laughs> Um, don't have headshots revealed. Oh, they're too old or uh, obscure. They're too obscure because. Uh, yeah, I, you're not gonna find a headshot of Honest Wagner. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, because uh, I put for Orioles in Cleveland one time, I put Billy Ripken. Um, no headshot. Oh, Billy. Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> yeah, Immaculate Grid. That's fun. I've been playing it for the last few days, so. Um, I gotta find a few minutes, kind of contract, but I can't spend too long. But uh, big ad, if you uh, doesn't if pay you the bills, it don't pay the bills, but it, it gives your brain a, a minute to kind of yeah. restarts every minute. At, at every minute, so every no, no, no. Oh, working minute. at working a maintenance control desk is like playing trivia games all fucking day. So I get plenty of stimulation. <laughs> oh, you don't have time for railroad tycoon? No, it's killing me. I told my boss that I don't have any time to fuck off. <laughs> I said I have not once looked at eBay since I'm at work. When I'm at work, that's a shame. This is bullshit. <laughs> I, told, I told him this is bullshit. I'm like, look, I like the, I'm the kind of guy that likes to get his work done so he can fuck off. I, the work <laughs> never just gets done, no matter how, how fucking streamlined you get it. It just keeps fucking coming. It's That's like trying to get up the hill in Iwo Jima. You know, there's somebody in a fucking ant hole. You know what I mean? They're just another machine gun bunker, you know? Yeah. There's fucking up your eBay time. I'm all of it. My, my whole stick, which is nothing. <laughs> yeah, work pretty much gets in, in the way yeah, of me doing This job is consuming my work time. <laughs> Yeah, work gets in the way of having fun. Trying to do 50 hours in 45. That's what the, the day is like. <laughs> oh, I got some. I picked up some white clouds this week. Some white cloud tetras. Exciting. I'm just Exciting. looking. One of my snails is tits up. I think he's uh, done. Yeah. I got these two too. snails. They're like these uh, real odd looking palish blue. I told you they move pretty. F well, this one doesn't move at all now. He, I think he just died. The other one's still cruising around. He may be the snail may be faking it to get out, like the uh, Mexican lobster. Oh, the Mexican lobster. Mm, the Mexican lobster got turned into shit. No, he's the caller. He, he His it. transformation is now complete. <laughs> Big head, the Mexican lobster. I think he's staying at that same hotel John Wick stays at. He, I think so. Yeah. 
But I think Mexico, this snail, he's going to be the next one. That's hey, Mexican lobster, if you're out there, give us a call. Yeah. I want to tag team with him. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't tag hold team. your breath. I mean, I haven't seen the ultra masculine gentleman in a good while. I need a new tag team partner face off the Usos. I don't know if you want to, like a little lobster guy. I mean, he's. Right. I, I need someone to help me. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't to, I don't think that's what he's cut out for. No. He, he, he likes he to He wasn't cut out for living. <laughs> No, he's, he's living. He called the damn show last week. Yeah. He's eating tacos, drinking beer, living the good life. He's living and living by having him a tag team with Subway. That would be an interesting tag right? partnership. You can talk some Mexican lobster shit. I don't know. Mexican talking cowboy shit. I don't, I don't know. know what that means. I mean, neither. Just throwing something out there. Naked cowboy. No, no, come on. <laughs> Sorry, Subway's been uh, in the city too long. Too long. Are you sure about that? But he's not really naked. That guy. He's standing there in his oh, his his guy. skivvies in his underwear. Uh, yeah, next to that really uh, creepy Elmo, and and <laughs> and and then uh, the definitely rip off. I don't think that's the real Spider Man there either. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say no. Or who knows? He's a Spider-Man, Spider-Man impersonator. Do you think that Spider-Man's got a you know a couple felonies? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So. My fire. Spidey sense says yes. Yeah. Hey, Spidey, are you supposed to be knocking on the door, introducing yourself to your neighbors right now? <laughs> wow. But there's a bunch of Spider-Mans these days. Oh, God. Subway did his best impression. Mikey Morales. When we got here. Oh, he did it. What did he do? His best Spider-Man impression. What? Yeah. We're all lost. Yeah. Oh. All right. This must have been pre-show. It's pre-show. It was. You do Spider-Man impersonation? Uh, more like Ethan Hunt. (laughs) I call it Ethan Hunt. Uh, All right. Now I'm more lost. Yeah, me too. But that's okay. I'm used to being lost. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Let Hunt. me get my compass out. Mission Impossible. Uh, not Ethan Hawke. I mean, great guy. He's a great guy. Ethan guy. Hunt. Everyone forgets that's the character's name. Yep. It's Tom Cruise character. So uh, we all got not it the, the old white guy. Time. Mm. Mm. Shouldn't it be like Mission Impossible? They're always possible. Yeah. You know what? The we, word itself says. Okay. So prior to the show, when Subway and Sweet Melissa arrived, we were talking about the movies of the summer. What's coming out? <laughs> the Mission Impossible is one of them. It's yes. going to be one of the summer blockbusters. For sure. I have no zero, zero. I'd rather see Barbie than see Mission Impossible. I want to see it. I, I've heard the review. Barbie the review I heard Impossible. says it's the best one yet. What He's the Mission Impossible? Mission Seven Impossible. in. They're saying this is the best one. Mm. I, I've actually I've liked the series. I think, honestly, I think it's oddly enough as an action series gotten better. Mm. I'm like right there with Casey. I'd be willing to watch it. Like uh, the Fast and Furious gotten more silly. Yeah. Now they they've kind of embraced the silly though, right? Like going over the top, yeah. ridiculous, and just keep yelling family and. Having his Dodge Charger jump over helicopters and topple buildings and whatever yeah, it's doing. Um, All magical stuff. And a spinoff. Yes. 
Um, Featuring our tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Your tribal chief. <laughs> I'm, I did not vote for him. That's why I'm super confused. Yeah, I didn't vote for Roman either. If we're, Yeah. I'm just going to say it right now. If we're, didn't, if we're didn't vote putting for that out there. You know. tribal chief, you already know. Nope. Nope. Not my, not my tribal chief. Roman's not my tribal chief. That's right. Robert Kennedy Jr. is my tribal chief. Yeah. Hey, so um, did you, Subway, you were supposed to see a movie this week. Yeah. Did you go to the movies? I did. So you saw the new... Indiana Jones movie. Okay. So um, we have a new movie segment. He probably didn't know. It's probably no. told you. You're going to talk about the movie. It's called, Is It a Thinker or a Stinker? Ooh. <laughs> well, well done. Yes. Hey. Movie review on Indiana Jones. <laughs> Do we have music for this yet? No, All no, right, we yep. have nothing. No, no production. This is as low budge. No, this is one of my segments besides the list. Okay. Which? Oh, we got that coming. Oh, up. Oh yeah, too. we got to get to the list. Don't we get, worry. Okay, so make this shit. Oh, short. I, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make short. you got thirty seconds. All right. <laughs> a lot of people think that the Dial of Destiny is a stinker, but I disagree. I think it's a thinker. Mm. I actually think it's better than the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right. Um, I don't think it's better than the original three movies, Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, Greatest or Lost Ark. I think that they're their own tier. I really like the the film. Um, the first 20 minutes of it was was amazing. Um, classic Indiana Jones. Like action? Action, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I don't get the hate. Um, so there's hate out are, there for this yeah, film already. Yeah, I guess people don't really like the the film, but I'm like Harrison Ford is 80 years old. Like, expect him to not be like the same. Acknowledge him. Like, well, it, it's like Indy. You know, just as Harrison's gotten older, the character of Indiana Jones in the in, Indiana Jones universe, right, has gotten older. Yeah, and then they also don't like the the new character they added. Um, uh, oh, Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, Jar yes. Jar Banks. I, I get it because, you know, uh, there is some crossover because, you know, George, you know, George Lucas is involved and he's like, look, I, I spent a lot of money creating this character. I got to, you know. I thought it was that? like Michigan Smith. <laughs> Michigan Smith. Who's Jar Jar? Jar Jar from Star Wars. Oh, see. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you know, that goes, Misa. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good judge. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, we're going to have to use that in the future. <laughs> All right. Um, we're we're going to get to the... You know what? Uh, Big Ed, are you hanging by? Hanging in? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm, hanging so, in. I'm looking for something. I don't want to make any noise. Okay, because um, we're usually at the time of we do our uh, review. I was thinking we do the review and then we get into the list. Oh, we'll change it up this week. I, I like that. How, how do you feel about that? Keep you on your toes. Uh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> See, that's the attitude we need around here. All right, let's roll into this. Well, well, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed. 
All right, so this is this turned out to be pretty interesting. We're tr trying to put music that was what the Beatles were doing, and this is what the Stones were doing at the time. Let It Bleed, 1969. Let It Bleed is the eighth British is the eighth album. Uh, the eighth actually, it's the eighth album for the for the British segment and the tenth album for the American studio album by the English rock band, the Rolling Stones. Released November 28, 1969 on London Records in the U.S., shortly before thereafter, Decca Records in the U.K. Shortly after the band's 69 American tour, it's the follow-up to 68's Beggar's Banquet. That's the one that had sympathy for the devil on it. And like that album, is a return to the group's more blues sound approach. Additional sounds on the album were influenced from gospel, country blues, and country rock. The album was, was recorded during a period of turmoil in the band. Brian Jones, the band's founder and original leader and in the midst of an addiction during the most recording sessions was either absent or so incapacitated that he was unable to make any plausible contributions. He was fired during the recording sessions for this album and replaced by Mick Taylor. Jones appeared on this album on only two songs playing backing instruments. Jones died within a month of being fired. The album charted in the top 10 in several markets, including reaching number one in the UK and number three in the US. None of the songs charted, but many of the album songs became stables on Rolling Stones live shows and on rock radio stations for decades to come, including Kimmy Shelter, You Can't Always Get What You Want, and one of my favorites, Monkey Man. Keith Richards comes out from the backing vocals and sings his first lead vocals on You Got the Silver. Mick Taylor appears on two songs as well, Country, Hon Country Tonk and Live With Me. Having contributed some overdubs during the May 69 studio sessions, released in November, Let It Bleed reached number one in the UK, temporarily demoting the Beatles' Abbey Road, and number three on the Billboard Top LP charts in the US, where it eventually went two-time platinum. In a contemporary review for Rolling Stone magazine, music critic Griddle Marcus said that the middle of the album has great songs, but Gimme Shelter and You Can't Always Get What You Want seem to matter most because they both reach for reality and end up confronting it and almost mastering what's real and, and the reality will feel like as the years fade in. Like I said, two-time platinum in the U.S., platinum in the U.K. and Canada. You got nine tracks, clocks in it, uh, 42 minutes and 21 seconds, just to write about a music. Well, because Big Ed said so, that's why. The Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger, lead vocals, backing vocals, harmonica, acoustic guitar. Keith Richards, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, slide guitar, backing vocals, played the bass on track four, and lead vocals. Brian Jones, congas, and auto harp. Bill Wyman, bass guitar, auto harp. Charlie Watts, drums. Mick Taylor, slide guitar, and electric guitar. This album had a ton of additional musicians, and it's important that I point it out because if you listen, if any of you guys listen to it, it'll, it'll make sense. So you had Ian Stewart on piano, Nicky Hopkins, piano and organ, uh, Brian Berline on the fiddle, Mary Clayton on vocals on, on track one, Roy Cooter on mandolin, Bobby Keys on saxophone, Jimmy Miller, percussion, drums, and tambourine, Leon Russell, piano and horn arrangement, uh, Al Cooper on piano, uh, Nanette Workman, backing vocals, and then you had the London uh, Bach Choir on uh, track nine. The album rolls right into track one with the iconic Gimme Shelter. 
with the infamous lead back in vocals of Mary Clayton, Nikki Nikki Hopkins on keyboards, Jeremy Miller providing all the percussions, a great blues jam with swag, I call it. Love and Bane, Keith Richards provides a slide guitar accompanied by Roy, Roy Cooter on the mandolin and vocals seem to suit Jagger on this blues jam. A nice sit on the porch and enjoy the summer rain type of song. Honky Tonk. Sounds a lot like their chart-topping honky-tonk woman, but slow down to almost a country tune with an addition of uh, Byron Berlin on fiddle and introducing Mick Taylor, the newest stone on slide guitar. Live With Me. Keith Richards takes the bass duties on the upbeat bass-driven song, and Mick Taylor provides the lead guitar, and Charlie Watts is the fill master. Nothing fancy, but then where it counts, he's there, and I dig that. Bobby lays down an impressive sax solo during the bridge. Let it bleed. Bill Wyman back on bass duties also contributes again with the auto harp and Keith Richards gets a workout again on the slide guitar while Mick Jagger sings subtly about booty and blow and Ian Stewart keeps the funk on piano. Midnight Rambler. This is another radio staple and part of their live set. Keith Richards pulls off another impressive slide guitar performance while Mick Jagger is trying to go note for note with Keith on the harmonica. And if you listen closely, you can hear Brian Jones on the congas. While Keith is singing about his fictional antagonist, the Brain Bell Jangler, who is really a reference to the Boston Strangler, Mick and Keith, they were obsessed with him at the time, which was in, uh, inspired the lyrics to the song. You got the silver. Keith Richards, first credit as lead vocalist, also, also plays the acoustic and slide guitar. Brian Jones on the auto harp, singing about a gold digger female making her rounds through the band. First Jones, now Richards, and now she has her eyes set on Jagger. Monkey Man, I love this sound. It sounded, uh, I love how it begins and that soft bass beat and the soft piano stroke, and then the, the group kicks in. Mick never sounded better, a song vocally up Jagger's alley. Richards on slide, uh, slide guitar again. Charlie Watts providing the subtle and simple fills give it a little more power while Nicky Hopkins pounds away the ivory, and Jagger turns it up an octave to finish off this rocker. The closing track, and a great way to bookend this album for uh, album of first, you can't always get what you want. This what deals with the difference between desire and need. The main point it tries to get across that life can suck sometimes, but when you're trying to get something you think you want, it usually ends up getting you what you actually need. A lot of extras that made this great was Jimmy Miller on the drums, the London Bach Choir, and Al Cooper on piano, French horn and organ. If you have ever listened to a radio, you've probably heard the song. I got to say, this was a great album for me to listen to. It was such a good album. Keith Richards plays almost all the guitar parts because of Brian Jones' drug and alcohol abuse, rendered him useless, and ultimately was fired a month in, or was fired and a month later found dead in a swimming pool. A lot of change going on in the band at this time, and the drug use was starting to escalate with all the members. Despite it all, they put out a good album, and because of this, I gave it three Montecitos. I always love listening to this, and the Duke Boy of Nesquad pulled an e-brake in the general one day in a snowy parking lot with referee during Monkey Man and was very happy to have the car stop six feet, six feet before the boat ramp a little after because you need a little motivation when you want to perform stunts in the general. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Uh, yeah, Brian Jones, um, I, I don't think Keith Richards ever – was too fond of him. Uh, he, 
I mean, there were interviews later, just kind of, he kind of dis dismissed them as just, you know. Yeah, he was the talent, actually. He played all kinds of instruments. Who? Brian Jones? Oh, yeah. He was. See, he, I, I've, I've read interviews with Keith Richards and he. he yeah, was, well. <laughs> yeah, all right. Look, Keith Richards probably one of the, uh, and I think uh, Subway Slam asked me the last time we were together, I think at Mr. Big Ed's 90th. Yeah. About some underrated guitarists. And I would say. Keith Richards. If you listen to this album, this is all Keith Richards. Sure. I mean, yeah, uh, Mick Taylor came in and did some overlays and stuff, and you know, but this was all Richards: acoustic guitar, uh, electric guitar, slide guitar, a lot of slide work in this album. I mean, he kind of proved himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think for the Stones. I think for them to grow, uh, the firing Brian Jones was the right thing to do. And then bringing in Mick Taylor actually helped the band transition for the next decade. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mick Taylor definitely pointed him in another direction. If you listen to the, you know, the, the next few albums were really the meat and potatoes of the stones that made them, you know, the greatest rock band. Sure. And the only reason why Mick Taylor left is because the Stones were, were stuck in cocaine and heroin. And Mick Taylor didn't do, you know, wasn't into that stuff. Yeah, he, he just wasn't, yeah, he wasn't into that lifestyle. Uh, so it's weird. You had a Beatles album, Let It Be. And then, of course, it seems like the Rolling Stones, Let It Bleed. Hmm. You know, I wonder if there's any weird any crossover play there. on that, yeah. Um, you know. I think purely coincidental. It just worked yeah. out nice. Really? Yeah. So I was thinking, and we talked a little bit about this, how we'd segue into the next album. Yeah. Because now we were seeing what the Beatles did, right? And now the Stones, their biggest competition, what were they doing at the time? Sure. So now we could take it over to the the west coast of the U.S. And I thought maybe we'd see what the Doors were doing in 1970. Because they were uh, – you know, they didn't know what they were going to do their last album together, just like uh, the Beatles. 1970, would that have been them coming back from Morrison Hotel? Yes, because that was right after, after Soft, Soft Parade, Parade, right? And, and they yeah. said, oh, the Soft Parade was too experimental. Da, da, da. So they went back to their blues root, blues roots and did this uh, rock album, which uh, Morrison Hotel probably – Probably my favorite Doors album, you know, Maggie McGill. I mean, she's uh, uh, Peace Frog, you know, Roadhouse Blues, just some iconic music. And and so I thought, well, L.A. Woman, 1970. Why not? Okay. L.A. Woman? It. Yeah, and you can also find that on Naughty Radio, both these albums on Naughty Radio. We mentioned the word uh, Big Ed and get a little uh, little scratch back in your pocket, a little discount well, uh, action. Well, you know. And if you like this so much, you can hear it again on Sunday at noon on Naughty Radio. Right. Take a ride with the captain. I can do that. We could all do that. Mm -hmm. So let's tell these people how they could get in touch with us. They want any more information about the music, the big ed, the uh, these stupid segments we do. Anything. Okay. So. So they, they can you can reach us on Twitter at Beer Seats. Uh, and I already 
kind of shot something up there on the Immaculate Grid if you want to kind of jump in and figure out what that's all about. Uh, you can email us at the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com or you can follow Naughty Radio on Facebook and reach out to us uh, via the captain uh, that way. Hey, uh, so going back to that Stones album, you know, extra players, uh, Leon Russell uh, was a guy that was kind of in and out of that band doing a lot of keyboard and piano. Uh, no, no, you, um, Ian right? Stewart. No. I thought Leon Russell was a guy that was always kind of working with them and around that. Time. Ian Stewart, I think, was eventually they called him the fifth stone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Leon Russell, he played with everybody. I saw him with uh, Edgar Winter and uh, Greg Allman. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, the name seemed familiar. He's, yeah, he's he's a guy that's been around and he's you know pretty infamous for uh, his his uh, keyboard. Now the other guy, Roy Cooter, is he any relation to Cooter from Dukes of Hazard? No, not at all. Cooter Davenport on Dukes of Hazard. Oh, Cooter Cooter Davenport. He doesn't drive a, a, a tow truck. He drives like a Mini Cooper. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just checking. I don't know. You just never know. But this is like the who's who of musicians at the time. Sure. Well, you know, I mean. What did you think of the album? I hadn't listened in a long time. I like it. I, I forgot how many big songs were on it. It's uh, none of them. It's hard to believe that none of them charted. But and there, yet, there are a lot, a lot of radio that were play. a lot of radio play. Yeah, yeah iconic. Yeah. Well, it's you know it's all during that time where they did the. Uh, actually, I think they did the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus before doing this album. I would say you are correct because Brian Jones is still around. Yeah, he was still a full time member uh, yeah. when they did that. Look, I I just really like this album because Charlie Watts. He sure. fills his do you know he he hits the floor toms the tom toms at just the right time and not too much just enough to make an impact yeah no he's uh he's well featured on the drums i like that they feature you know the things that they like and you know it's to their strong suit you know doing the country country rock sound uh the blues uh, things that kind of inspired them in a way, kind of getting people into like, this is what we like. And maybe you'd get into it too. And you listen to it and man, Mick Jagger's just got a voice. You can't really replicate. And it, there's something about it, but it's no, a lot of these songs really uh, suit his vocal strengths. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, no one else could do what he's doing in these songs. It just wouldn't, wouldn't have the same, I think, uh, gravitas. Uh, he's one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good album. Definitely. Gotta gotta give it a spin, folks. Did uh Big Mike listen to this? Big Mike did not. Mm. Fucking Big Mike. This is right up your alley. This is I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. I'll I'll be listening to this album uh this evening and tomorrow. Okay. On the following Sunday on Naughty Radio. Correct. But, hey, are but any I of those know, albums annoying? I do know many of those songs. Oh, I, I haven't looked. Uh, I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, 
we'll uh, review that here soon. The uh, the other vinyls that were brought down. Yes, from Big Ed. The Big Ed collection. Yes, the Big Ed private stock. There's a yeah. There's a, a vinyl shop over by where Big Ed likes to race the slot cars. And every now and again, I peek in there, and and, I, and the guy knows what I do, so he always cuts me. Not you know. I pay him cash, he cuts out the tax, and then he gives me a discount on top. So I make sure I bring, like, some cash with me when I go in there. Yeah, there you go. He's just got an assortment of albums out of this. Like, whoa, what the fuck? Well, speaking of assortments, shall we lead into the list? Yes. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Ten, nine, eight... Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Subway's list. Subway, what do we have this week for our list of precociousness? Precocious. Okay, so um, this list is um, well, I get. I'm gonna give some credit to uh, Baby Die um, for coming up uh, for suggesting me to do this list. This is the top 10 movies of the 1990s. All right. All right. All right. All right. Who, who, who developed this list? Uh, MovieWeb.com. I believe we have used them before um, when we did the 80s. All right. Now, you said top 10 movies of the 90s. Popular. Do, po- popular. So uh, what's, what, what is their criteria? Do they mean like? Ticket sales or just that? Like, I would say uh, popularity and cult. How much of a a, uh, cult following it has. All right. Interesting. All right. So top 10 movies of the 90s. There's a couple honorable mentions uh, there, too. Um, Okay. I'd give you guys some bonus points if you guys got honorable mentions. Okay. Um. Let's start with serving Melissa. Oh, sweet Melissa. Sweet Melissa. Gets the nod. I'm going to go with some American Pie. Bye, bye. Um, great song. Uh, great movie. Not on the list. Boo! It's rigged. Rigged? It's not even an honorable mention either. That was... A great movie of the nineties. And they have a commercial now. Yeah. Yes. DoorDash. They do. All right, Casey. Uh Titanic. Titanic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Based on uh current um events. Titanic's in the list number four. Mm. And there it is. The most popular movie. Number four. <laughs> All right, big Mike. Forrest Gump. Mm. Ah. That's gonna be number one. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Let me. Oh, he's still scrolling, guys. It's a long. It's a long. Forrest Gump is not on the list. <laughs> wow. It's not even an oral mention. How the fuck's that happen? It's on like every Sunday on cable yeah. TV. Yeah. I had my magic shoes on. <laughs> All right, Big Ed. Uh, pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is a good one. Pulp Fiction is number 
Three. Wow. All right. All right. So, so the, the yeah, it's some, one of those lists of outside the box thinking caps. Yeah. Mm. All right, Melissa. Here we go. Well, I had one, and I might want to change it. Yeah. Well, we don't have all night. I'm gonna say <laughs> you have to give me at least another chance. True lies. Not on the list. You would have to look. No. Check. I know. Okay. So I'm up, right? Um, yes. All right. I'm going to say this only because it launched a a series of movies that are still going today. Uh, Michael Crichton's own Star Wars Spielberg Jurassic Park. Yes. Number five. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. All right, Big Mike. Toy Story. Ooh. Which one? First one. Not on the list. Wow. Mm. Big Ed? Mm. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Good cult following. It's a good cult following. Yeah, I know my friends love the Big Lebowski. Uh, not on the list. Wow, the dude does not abide. It's not even on honorable mentions. Hmm. How about that? All right, Melissa. Speed. It's a good one. I really enjoy Speed, but it's but not. No on, one else it's, it's, it's it's not on the list. Or See, he was at the White House. He's at the White House. I think you should probably start making our own list based on. Yeah, but if we made our own list, we it wouldn't be, be fun easy to guess. To guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we would know the answers. I know number six because I I, I picked for it. Yeah. 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 Well, but I'm right. Oh, okay. List. Okay. Of course <laughs> you're right. <laughs> mm. All right. So let me see. So we're thinking top movie. You know what? This is going to drive her crazy because she should have said this. I, yeah. I know what you're going to say. Clueless. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know it. Clueless. Yeah. It is not on the top 10, but it is an honorable mention. Oh! That should oh! be on the top 10. No. <laughs> no, uh, no way. No, uh, no as way. if. Yeah. Man. Man. Uh, nothing like. She's totally wait, do you hear that? bugging. Stealing some thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Stolen. There you Stolen go. Stolen thunder. Stolen thunder. Damn. Woo! Damn. All right, Big Mike. Fargo. Mm. Uh, not, Cohen, not on the list. Not, not on honorable mentions. Wow. Okay. Mm. Did that win an award? No. no. I don't think so. I don't think it was so. Nominated. But there, there's yeah. another movie that shows up on cable. Like, or no, didn't uh, Frances McDormand win an Oscar for that movie? Because yeah, I know she's I got like three Oscars. I think so. uh, well, yeah, that, that's possible. I mean, she's always up there. She's always up there. She always wins whenever she's up there. Uh, all right, Big Ed. Big Ed, Big Ed, are you out there, Big Ed? Let's get that mic on. We can't hear you. That's Good fellas. Big Ed, I'm going on. Oh, oh, there we go. I needed some thinking. There you go, Big Ed. That is number one on the list. Wow, awesome. Thank you. My favorite movie of all time. Yeah, what one is? of my favorite. Good fellas. Good fellas. Yeah, love it. So a man made this list, minus Clueless. I know girls can like good fellas too. Girls can like good fellas. 
I never saw it. Yeah. What? It's my favorite. It's not my favorite movie of all time. You, you've For, never first seen off, good it has like one of the best cooking segments in the movie. It does. You, you got to take the garlic and you got to chop it with the the. <laughs> Paulie had a system. <laughs> Paulie had a system with the garlic. He took a razor blade and cut it thin, so it melts in the pan. It liquefied in the pan. <laughs> so good. Awesome. All right, Melissa. What do you got? Robin Hood. Thieves in tights or whatever. No, not that one. Not manly man. Man in tights. Not on the list. Not on the list. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That was a big movie. It was a Huge. big movie. Big movie. Big, big soundtrack. soundtrack too. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. All right, Uncle Pete. Or... All right, stand by. Stand by. <laughs> We're going with. Uh, so, man, Big Ed really rattled me when he got the good fellas. I know. That's a good one. Mm, that... Damn it. I should have thought of that one. Uh, you know what? Terminator 2. Oh. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Did, it, didn't I take you to that? Correct. It's not on the top 10. That was a good wow. flip, too. Wow. Wow. Interesting. And that kept spawning movies today. Yeah. All right. No T2. Interesting. Uh, all right. So we, we got two more guesses, and then we'll run down the rest of the list. All right, Big Mike. Uh, what was that? Hey, no, no, no. I, I can't think Matt of it. I, can... I got one. No, no, no. What was the Mel Gibson movie about the Scottish? Or the... Oh, Braveheart. 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 And... Wow. That, that was a big Oscar movie. Sure there. it was. Yeah. Do I get one more? Wow. Well, no. no, I didn't go yet. You don't you get no. nothing. You got. No, after you. You got yeah. Squadooch. Yeah. I keep hearing you think of something and then tell me I don't get to guess it. I'm torn between two movies. Because one's like a, a favorite. Go with your gut. Friday. Oh, another Ooh. good choice. That is a good one. Not on the list. Oh Not my on God. mention. Wow. That's insane. These people who made this list were not around for the 90s then. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I I think I know what would be on the list, and I I think we're missing a genre here. Let's all do one. Should more. should we just run down the list? Let's run down. Let's, let's run her. Run let's down. run her down. Oh. Number ten. I say Pretty Woman. A uh, wrong decade. Uh-uh. No, it's nineteen ninety. But even if you guessed it, not on the list. Not on the list. Yeah, I was gonna say that it was eighty nine, but yeah. All right, number ten. I have the book of this film. Fight Club. Oh, okay. That was the that was the coin toss. Friday and Fight Club. Chuck Kalanick. Mm. Number nine. I'm surprised no one got got this. The Matrix. Oh, um, yeah. Well, that's also ninety nine. Yep. Also made a uh, made more uh, movies. That four more movies followed that one, and and an animated series. Number eight. Big Mike. I asked you with Toy Story. Yeah. Which one? Toy, Toy Story, Story 2. two. It was Toy Story 2 and number 8. Wow. I, that's why I asked you which wow. one. Wow. Okay. Number 7. Another one I'm surprised no one got. 
the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. wow. You're right. What a great. I have that. I should show you my paper. It's scribbled down. I have that and Groundhog Day. Oh, Groundhog's Day is a good yeah, one, that's too. A good yeah, one. I had what a couple scribbled down. Oh, that's an honorable that's mention. That's an honorable mention. Groundhog is honorable mention. Um, number six. I just recently watched this movie for the first time, and it's an amazing movie. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that's yeah. That's one of my good favorite film. movies. Yeah. That's a long movie. Darn it. Should have won Best Picture. Yep. Uh, Ungrateful three, bastard. Three, number two. <laughs> Oh, it's another Spielberg movie, Schindler's List. Oh, that's too depressing. Uh, and then the other honorable mentions was Silence of the Lambs. Chianti. Uh, yeah. Wasn't allowed. Solution. On uh, Apollo thirteen. Ooh. Ah. Oh, I love that. You know what? I, I thought about that when he said Don't Forrest Gump because that was Tom Hanks' follow-up movie. No. no. Yeah. Little Ron Howard. Yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. I was Harry just going to say it. That's one of my other favorites. Um, the Lion King. That's my other favorite. All right. All right. Uh, I Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Meet Joe Black. Ah. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. This kid yeah. was smoking That's weed good. or something. <laughs> and then the I, last mean, I would have picked a Boogie Nights nice before that one. Uh, and, and absolutely, <laughs> Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie yeah. Nights was that was a good film. Boogie Nights was good. I enjoyed Paul, that. Paul Thomas Anderson, man, still yeah. making movies. Oh, and the last one, which I'm confused why it's an honorable mention because it's not one of it, it. Well, it's a good movie, but it's not his best. Liar, liar! Not Jim Carrey's best movie. That that movie sucked. It was pretty popular though. Uh, you know, That's at that point, whole- I was tired of Jim Carrey movies. The only the only part I like is when he's in the elevator. He's like. Do you mind? I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all right. So on comedies, you, you don't have Tommy Boy. No. I mean, which is one of the greatest comedies of, well, of gonna, the decade. If you're gonna mention, uh, of the decade. Yeah. If you're going to mention Tommy Boy, then you probably also. I mean, play. Dumb and Dumber came out Where during that time frame, too. All right. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, sure. Ace or Ace Ventura. I said, yeah, that's not Jim Carrey. All right, first off, Jim Carrey in a year did Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, The Mask, and The Mask in one year. One year, one year, no shit. One year, he had the greatest year for comedic actor ever. And if you think about, he's three different people in it. Mm -hmm. No, no one does that. Yeah, Um, Home Alone. Home Alone. I just thought of that. Uh, Was that 1990 or 1990? Okay, another great Joe Pesci film. Nothing, nothing from the horror genre. No. I, I was feeling nothing uh, from Scream. I was gonna say Scream. Oh my god! Scream. Set of more movies. Set of more movies. And like thirty-two. And, and when Scream came out, that changed that whole genre. It brought back the horror genre. Yeah. Back to the theater where people sat and went to these movies. Yeah, Wes Craven. Casey, crazy. what about Dazed and Confused? Oh, It'd be cool if he did. That's be cooler if he did. That was a cool, that's such a cool movie. Yeah. Wayne's World. Let's see, they're all coming up now. Yeah. Casino. Oh, Casino. Casino. Yes, another Scorsese. Love Casino. Okay, I thought you said Encino. So it was Encino Man in the nineties? Yes, ninety one. Really? That was a shitty movie, but yeah, yeah. Like no. Men in Black. Well, Men in Black. Yeah. 
But then he slapped somebody. And then if you want to go cult favorite, you could go to Fifth Element. Yes. Yeah, Fifth Element. That was a good Six one. Cents. I love Six Sense. Six Sense. Yes, tail end of the 90s, but yeah, I think that's like 98. Yeah, you could even say Die Hard too. The non-Christmas movie. Happy Gilmore. Happy I Gilmore. just said Adam Ooh, yeah. Sandler wasn't on it at all. No, ha- it, and and his first, this is, this is first few movies were monster hits that are constantly on TV. Yeah, all. Happy Gilmore was just on. Billy Madison. It's on TV. I, I love Billy Madison. I, I think that, that one Big gets... Big Dog hates it. Wedding. Really? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. First Great off, B- B- Billy Madison has uh, Norm MacDonald in it, so... Yeah. Anything with Half Norm Baked. Funny. Half Baked is good. Yeah. Showgirls. Bronx Tale. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, that Bronx movie Tale. Yeah, Bronx is, Tale was a good one. Uh, Bronx Tale. Oh, Bronx Tale was a, was a great movie. That was the 90s, right? Yeah. That was like 93. 93, yeah. Um, yeah, they just did like a festival. Chaz Palminteri or something. Yeah, yeah. Chaz just, Palminteri, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always a uh, good gangster in a movie. Oh, yeah. Wild hearts can't be broken. Uh, what's that? Uh, American Beauty. Sharon Schoen, uh Basic Instinct, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not on the list. On that too, I believe. Yep. This is a this is a tough list to get on. There's a lot of good movies. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing it's is, tough. that's why I asked about the criteria. Like, what, like, what do we? There would have to be some sort of a criteria, I like not the just criteria. personal opinion. Yeah, uh, the, you know, I think maybe that list was maybe a personal opinion list more so than, you know, what's the criteria? Is it box office sales? Is it overall? Yeah, it's not to be box office sales because Goodfellas or not even Oscars as well because Goodfellas didn't even win Best Picture when like at the time of the release it um because kevin costner was destroying the oscars oh that there's not even a costner movie Mm -hmm. in there no dancer tin cup tin Tin cup's so good so good i love that movie dances with wolf should not want best picture i will say it until the day that that, that be it should have been goodfellas oh that'd be goodfellas that'd be goodfellas where's the one that beat uh saving private shakespeare in love that's the worst That's one. That's right. Gwyneth fucking Paltrow. Oh, falling actually, down. Michael Douglas, remember that? Let, listen, everyone doesn't like Gwyneth Paltrow because she's a little annoying, she especially with everything with goop. Body parts. Yeah, she goop. makes vagina candles. Yeah, but vagina candles. You, you, yeah. you, you cannot. You cannot. Does have, it smell like a vagina when you light it? Listen, the Royal Tenenbaums does not work without Gwyneth Paltrow. She is the glue in that movie. Without her, there's no actress that make, makes that movie work. Oh, no Winona Ryder movies. No uh, Scissorhands or Johnny Depp. Uh, or or the, one of the more iconic. Edward, oh, yeah. And the, uh, or, 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 listen, the sequel, the more, Edward Penis Hands. Or one of the more... <laughs> I knew um, I knew dumbass would laugh at that. You know, Gen X movies, <laughs> or when they were like trying to like which Gen X and the slacker, um, reality bites. What about I love reality okay? Bites. What about here's another one. What Bob. about was yeah, it like Beetlejuice Bob. in the nineties? Empire yeah. Records, uh, mm. or was that late eighties? No, ah, Usual Suspects. Yeah. Usual Suspects would be another good one. Usual Suspects. No Nick Cage either. No leaving Las Vegas. We were just talking about that. Oh, yeah, and I meant uh, to say it. Because that uh, actor just been declared dead. 
uh, Who? Julian Sands. Really? Speaking of comedies, you had uh, Clerks came out then. Yeah. yeah. Office Space. Yeah. Office Space, awesome. great. Hmm. Yeah, this list. I mean, I guess, yeah, there's a lot. Even if you want to consider, a, uh, what, what do you call it, a cult, like cult classics, Parent Trap. Did what anyone ever say The Unforgiven? Oh, oh, Unforgiven, yeah. That's a good one. Clint Eastwood. It brought back the Western. Yeah, Gene Hackman, it, Morgan Freeman. It uh, it also kind of created the the trend of the antihero. You know, mm-hmm. he was a flawed man that was the hero of the movie. <laughs> the Iron Giant, piece of shit. Oh, uh, wasn't that uh, with uh, a boy Harry, and his robot? You know, yeah. Harry Connick was uh, did a voice on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sleep. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston, oh, uh, Eli, Marion Thal, Harry Connick, Chris- and. Vin oh, Diesel. He must have oh, been the iron. When Harry messed out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jerry Maguire. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. He even said the first Mission Impossible film, too. Did anyone say Thelma and Louise? No. No, no one did not say. That's another great comedy. <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Um, that was 90s? It was really yeah, funny. How, hey, it's a, it's a good comedy because it shows how good women are driving cars. Yeah. Right off the but, fucking cliff. Oh. Yeah. Just not paying attention. Yeah. Oh, they're like they're just. Oh, I gotta do my lipstick oh. again. Oh, oh, shit. oh, now I got I gotta blot it. Oh yeah. Here I gotta change my pad. Here, hold the wheel. Oh, you didn't own it. Leave it around. My cracking up. In my ear, he sounds like. Pulp, no twister. Yeah. Well, Pulp Fiction was on there. Pulp Fiction was not on there. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I said Pulp Fiction was number. Th- uh, number three. Yep. I get number three and number one. Yep. Yep. I don't, I don't hear the That's a I... tasty burger. This is a tasty burger. The Kahuna burger. The big Kahuna. Um, Royale with cheese. Then he oh says, what are you drinking? Yeah, the doctor. Can I have a sippy or Dr. Pepper? The Spice yeah. Girls movie. Oh, Spice World. Yeah, definitely not on definitely, the list. Definitely not. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be wow. for real. Not on the list. No, not on the list. <laughs> Wasn't GoldenEye also in the 90s? Yeah. Uh, there was a couple uh, Bond was, films in that. Because I know that transcended to a video game. Yes. A very, very good video game. Very good video game. Indeed. Arcade game. Well, I want to thank everyone. Subway in the studio. Sweet Melissa, Big Mike, Big Ed. Keep the shiny side up. Greasy side down. Catch you next Friday. Okay.